Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're heading to the Health Hub Times Square in Balancholic for our weekly chat with Annelise Drussell. Good afternoon to you, Annelise. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome and enjoying the wonderful sunshine. It's fantastic, isn't it? And we have a week of it, I think, to come. Yeah, yeah. And and right into the weekend, actually, a relevant kind of a question with the sunshine. A listener who has been taking vitamin D for the last year has just had her blood checks checked and the doctor told her she's got an overload of vitamin D. With the fine weather in particular, should we all drop our vitamin D that we take? Yeah, that's what I'm recommending uh, people, Patricia. And I'm saying if, like a lot of people would be very careful about the sun and wear, wear, wear a very high block. So I think in that case, I'd nearly take it every second day. So that way, at least you're not overloading, um, but you're still getting it if your body needs it. But for everybody else, I'm saying if you really want to take it, take it once a week and your body will take as much as it needs at that time. But at least your vitamin D stores in our liver and in too, too high amounts will be toxic. Now, it will take a long time for people to get there to be toxic, but too much is also not good. So, okay. Yeah. All right, but but get out and try and get a little bit of sunshine uh, while you can, especially while this wonderful wonderful weather that we have. Okay, questions coming in hot and heavy. Uh, could you uh, could you ask Annalise, please? What would you recommend for constipation? Now, this is constipation caused by medication, says uh, Breather. So yeah, well, that's always a difficult one, and there's quite a few medications do it. So, um, I, there's a couple of things I'd recommend. The soluble fibre is generally better than the insoluble fibre. The big difference between the soluble and the insoluble is I always think if you, if you can imagine, you know when you peel the strings off celery, mm-hmm. that's insoluble fibre. It's kind of hard, uh, very fibrous stuff that we get from our vegetables. It's quite hard. We don't break it down. So it acts as a food for the good bacteria in our gut and it puts bulk in the stool. But if you're constipated and if that starts getting packed up, it becomes so hard, there's no shifting it. So that's where you want the soluble fibre. 
soluble fibre goes to kind of like a gel-like like substance in water or in our bodies. So it softens the stool and makes it much easier to pass. Um, and the, the ones that would be high in soluble fibre are things like oat bran, psyllium husk. You can add all of these to your breakfast cereal. So instead of taking linseeds, whole linseeds, great fibre, but they're the soluble fibre and can get stuck if you suffer from constipation. Switch it over to putting a big um, spoon of oat bran on your cereal or psyllium husk. And then aloe vera is another lovely one as well that can help soften the stool, but also great for inflammation, you know, in the gut if there's any inflammation. Aloe vera gel. Magnesium can work nicely as a, a laxative as well, and some people find it great. Um, take it at, at night time. And there's a nice natural laxative product that you can buy that has a lot of these things in it. And it's by a company called Aloe Pura. And it used to be called before Colon Complex. I think it's just called Aloe Complex now. And that's a blend of rhubarb extract, um, magnesium, um, and what else is in there? Um, Aloe vera as well. So that's a lovely one. And then, of course, your fruits, specifically high in soluble fiber, would be your prunes, kiwis, pears, and apples. So make a nice big stew of all of them. Keep it in the fridge and put a big dollop into a yogurt or onto your breakfast cereal every morning. Okay, well done. That tastes nice uh, as well. Uh, hi, could you ask Annalise, please, is it bad to be taking turmeric if you suffer from gallstones? Um, no, actually. In fact, one of the, uh, the the advantages of taking turmeric if you've got gallstones is twofold. The first is that turmeric is a nice natural anti-inflammatory, but it's also actually a very bitter herb. And any of the bitter herbs are really good to stimulate bile production in the liver. And bile production is what we need in our gallbladder to flush it. It's only if we've got too much saturated fat in our diet that that fat and cholesterol, and if there's not enough bile, that can start hardening in the gallbladder and create gallstones. So anything that keeps them soft and keeps them flushing through the gallbladder instead of sitting there and hardening is good. And turmeric is fantastic for that. Other things that would be good for gallbladder uh, would be something called choline, which um, helps again to make bile. We get it in lecithin. Um, some people might be familiar with lecithin, taking it for lowering cholesterol, Patricia. It's brilliant for skin as well, and it's great for producing bile. And then all the bitter herbs, so things like uh, dandelion leaves, artichoke is very good as well to support the liver. Milk thistle is another bitter herb. These are all fantastic for bile production and can help decrease um, your chances of developing gallstones. And then there's two things that are very good to soften gallstones if you do have them. One of them is called malic acid and that can help keep them nice and soft. And I have lots of customers who would have either developed kidney stones or gallstones on a regular basis and they would have kept coming back. And they take malic acid now and haven't had an incident since. Brilliant. And the other thing is something called quebra pedra. It's a South American herb. And that is also, in English terms, known as stone breaker. So that can also help soften stones so that you can pass them naturally. Okay, Marion West Cork has what she describes as itchy veins in her legs. Is there anything you could recommend to stop the itching? Yeah, so itching there is definitely a sign of inflammation of the uh, vessels that form the veins in the legs. And it would be very typical for people with varicose veins. They might see the varicose veins hardening or coming up. They might get pain in their legs. Some people get restless legs, but itching is definitely another symptom as well. So in that case, what I would be recommending is taking something like hoof um, and horse chestnut, which are both brilliant um, natural remedies for the veins and the arteries in the body. They keep them lovely and healthy and flexible. 
and I would rub on then a good cream. So we get great feedback with the Dr. Claire Venotone cream and people get immediate relief from that kind of twitching, itching, restless legs if they've got varicose veins. They rub it in in the morning and again in the evening and it's called Venatone, V-E-N-A-T-O-N-E. Okay, Neve was checking her teeth um, recently and she noticed inside her lower to the, the back of her lower teeth at the bottom of her mouth uh, something that she describes as a soft lump it has a yellow drop in it like it's infected almost she said it looks a little bit like a boil now she is planning on getting it checked out but she's wondering would Annalise have any idea or any solutions um, it could be any one of a number of things Patricia maybe it is a little boil maybe she's damaged it uh, maybe it's a mouth ulcer that's become a little bit infected. Uh, maybe it's a cut that's become infected. Maybe it's a little burn or something that's become infected. Um, if, I mean, if it, if it bursts and heals, it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, but if, if it doesn't heal up, that's when there's a problem with it. So I probably would give it a wash out with a bit of salt and water, keep an eye on it. And if it's not, if it's not bursting and, and healing, you probably need to get the doctor to have a look at it just in case it is infected. But I don't think it's anything serious. Okay, Joan has, a, I think, quite a common complaint. She has been put on a statin for cholesterol. Is there anything she could take to counteract the side effects? She's getting a lot of muscle pain, a lot of knee uh, pain. Or uh, would you have any other suggestion outside of statins to help to reduce cholesterol? This is quite a common problem, Annalise. Yeah, it is, Patricia. Uh, it's very common. So what the statin drug does is that it blocks the production of cholesterol in the liver. Okay. So it shuts down a pathway, an enzyme that does that conversion for us. So we make cholesterol in our liver from saturated fat. And actually, most of it comes from our liver, not from cholesterol in our diet. So um, that's why eggs are actually fine to eat. If you've got high cholesterol, it's the saturated fat you need to worry about more than anything. But in doing uh, so with that blocking that pathway, it also blocks our body's ability to make something called coenzyme Q10. And this is a vitamin that is integral to the Krebs cycle energy pathway within the cell. So that's what produces all the cellular energy to drive everything that's needed, the metabolism of the cell, detoxification of the cell, the repair and replacement of of, um, non-functioning organelles in the cell. It's all run by that energy little pathway and if you're deficient in coenzyme q10 that pathway isn't going to be running properly so your muscles not going to be getting energy so you're going to cramp and a lot of people would also notice that they get a bit more forgetful um and sometimes i know that as some member of my own family got quite cranky on a statin so it affected the mood as well some people might find that they get very breathless after uh, maybe climbing a stairs so these would all be very common side effects So the first thing to try is, if you do need to take your statin, is take a high dose of coenzyme Q10 and start on a very good quality one of about 100 milligrams. And you will pay a lot of money for it. It'll probably be about 35 quid for a month. But if it works, you can certainly try to maintain the benefit by taking a cheaper, lower dose one going forward. But if it doesn't work, then maybe the statins don't suit you and then maybe you need to look more to natural remedies. So natural remedies would be the extract of red rice yeast, It actually does exactly the same thing as the statin does, Patricia, and I don't know why it doesn't seem to have as many side effects, but maybe it's because it's not synthetic. Maybe it's because it's from a natural source. There's other components in there that counteract the side effect. We don't really know. But I know myself, a lot of my customers who can't take statins take that red rice yeast very effectively. So there's good brands. We have a lovely one here by a a Spanish company called Normacol. It's got some other bits and pieces in there. Um, Maconta do an excellent red rice yeast. 
supplement, which is really good, and that has CoQ10 in it just to counteract any potential side effects. And then the other one that works very well is the Cardio-K. So any one of the three of those would be a good natural alternative to bring it down. Okay. Hi. Advice, please. I'm looking for help for a post-nasal drip uh, from sinuses. Okay. So post-nasal drip, the first thing I always say to people, is it worse at any time of the year? So is it worse in the summer? Is it worse in the winter? Or is it the same all year round? If it's the same all year round, it could be tied to something that you're eating. And dairy can be a big culprit for sinus and post-nasal drip. But other food intolerance can cause it as well. Uh, it could be like some people have an intolerance to eggs, some people it's wheat, some people it's pea or barley, oranges, tomatoes. So there's various different ones that can trigger it. It's like it's triggering a kind of an allergic response like uh, hay fever. If you're worse in the winter, it's probably something to do with mold. And if you're worse in the summer, it's probably something to do with pollen. So ideally, you could try and figure out what's the, the main driver and deal with that. But then if you want to take something to get rid of the post-nasal drip, Dr. Claire does a lovely congestion blend that is a blend of different herbs that will help dry up that post-nasal drip. Um, some people find the mucotone. She does one with mucotone, which I normally recommend to treat um, a viral illness because it's got the echinacea and immune boosters in there. But some people love that one and it works better for them. So they'd be my two main go-tos. Um, and if you can't get your hands on the Dr. Claire stuff, Dr. Vogel, which you'll find uh, the A. Vogel stuff in every health shop, they would have uh, Ivy Thyme, which is also a good one to dry up mucus. OK, we'll leave it there. Enjoy the sunshine. We won't Thanks talk next too. week because it's bank holiday. Because uh, the year is flying by. Uh, we'll talk in two weeks' time. Thanks, uh, thanks Annalise. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. That is Annalise Drissel of the Health Hub Times Square in Ballancolic. And later on this afternoon... Annalise will put all of the advice that she gave us on her website as heard on the radio under that section and that's on the healthhubstore.com and we always get a lot of calls following Annalise's slot or people not if they hadn't taken down the name of a particular product so I know that John Paul when he works on the overnights and the podcast in the afternoon it'll be put up as a separate podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts uh, from.